Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Trash Talk Podcast. The show, TM. Yes, everyone. Registered trademark because nobody else wanted the moniker because uh, they took one look at our show and like we're staying the hell away from that. Welcome back to another episode of the show, guys. Um, we have some great topics planned. At least I know I do. Emilio is wearing probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen someone wear in my life. Um, uh, if you're the, watching the video, yo, you know what's what your thinking. Marvel shirt? Actually, you're wearing a Marvel shirt. I think I have the exact same shirt. Do you actually? Yeah, I have the exact same shirt. <laughs> Are Holy you crap. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is your work. Wait, hold on. You have the. I have the exact Holy same shirt. Shit. He, has, he has the same shirt as I do. <laughs> oh my! God. How meta is this, dude? We didn't even mean to match, dude. Take your shirt off for the episode and put that one on, so we can only get some OnlyFans action in here. We can also be matching. That's all right, awesome. all right, all right. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change. Hold oh, on. Wait, are you actually? <laughs> I didn't think he was actually going to do it. Well, it's better than the garbage he was wearing beforehand. So it was a Packers jersey for those of you who didn't know, because none of you are going to watch the video of this. So you guys need some visualization. I can't believe it. That is like the biggest coincidence, I think, on the show. Thus all far. right. We're all both rocking yeah. the same freaking shirt, everybody. Can you, can you see twinsies, guys? Uh, <laughs> think so, about it. We're both, we're for both everybody who's rocking. just listening which is the majority of our audience pretty much and you're hella confused i just noticed that ryan and i own the same uh marvel shirt we both shop at the same toys r us for clothes we're the same same um, walmart style apparel yeah like the rock on this show. <laughs> dude what the fuck? i know it's crazy like amelia and i we're we're twinning today i mean we got the shirt we have the tanness we have the glasses <laughs> <laughs> it's great yeah. i can't believe it this was yeah, by the way this was not planned you guys might think planned. this was a bit no this was unplanned this is I, not I, a joke i literally just noticed yeah wow. he just as soon as we started to record he's like holy shit i have the same shirt you do <laughs> oh my god which means he stole it from my wardrobe again i know i have a second shirt somewhere the rea- you- I, I i stole the strain from your shirt's hair and i, I cloned it <laughs> You're telling me you wasted years of research and thousands of dollars to clone a shirt? Yeah, <laughs> I did it for the, for the meme. How do you clone a shirt, though, is my question. I mean, it took me 10 years of research. I don't think I can play, explain it in an hour-long podcast. We haven't even known each other for 10 years. It's been, like, going on six. Well, I, I was going to clone a different shirt, but, you know, I thought, oh, well, like, <laughs> Why this, this one Why not you buy one? It'd probably be cheaper to buy it, honestly. Um... No, I don't know. I think my grandma got me this shirt. Uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I think some family members got it for me like this year or last year from uh, trying to remember the name of this. It's a local clothing store chain in my area. It's a higher end clothing store, but I think this shirt is from there. Oh, hell yeah. This is high end as yeah. frick, yo. <laughs> Bootleg made in China apparel. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe our shirt was made by the same exploited kid that's, that's yeah, really oh. <laughs> does he make 12 dollars a week too <laughs> uh probably makes a lot less oh um, gosh the penny on the the penny Again. anyway so this podcast is just it's getting too real so we have to go to the dumb shit yeah um so uh as i I preface to Emilio, uh, I do have a few topics, guys. Uh, two of them are actually stories of my own. And a third is kind of a recent 
uh, media question that me and Emilio might have some separate thoughts on. So it's it's kind of what I have. Uh, well, one's a funny story. Another one's an interesting fact about something I actually have uh, around my house. And uh, again, the other one is a popular media topic right now. So that's what I have. So uh, I'll start with a few of my uh, actual stories. So I want to tell you, first of all, guys, the time I got frisked at an airport, uh, one of the first times I actually went to the airport, I got stopped by security and I actually got the uh, the special treatment everyone gets when they're caught smuggling drugs uh, through TSA. Um, no, okay, the drug part didn't happen, but I, I did <laughs> actually get stopped by airport security and frisked. So I, it was one of my first trips um, years ago. I mean, it was like probably 14 or 15 at the time. And I went on a trip out to Arizona and I went there and visited for the first time. Very well, exotic. Yes, very exotic location, guys. I saw all of the wombats they have out there. Um, oh, that's so cool. Probably if, if you're wondering, I got up to a lot of business while I was in Arizona. It was a business trip. So uh, if you guys see any wombats with my face out there in Arizona, if you live there, um, ignore that. My business was taken care of, uh, professionally speaking. So uh, with that in mind, though, when I was, when I was going to leave Arizona, um, I was going through airport security, and they said it was a random check. But as I'm going through with my bags, because this is one of my first times at an airport, I honestly didn't really know how it worked. The, the security gate went off. It started beeping like crazy, and everyone around me that was trying to get their bags were just staring at me like I was caught with like a, a freaking blow-up doll in my bag or something like that sticking out. So lo and behold, the airport security was like, sir, we're going to have to subject you to a random uh, – item search and i'm like wait what my dad goes over and he's like what do you mean what's going on here we're in front of all these people or do you want us to take you out to a back room i should have said the back room because i chose to have it done in front of all the people <laughs> so it was an interesting process i mean they didn't they didn't cavity search me or anything like that for those of you fan fiction writers out there but they, what they did was um, they searched, I think it was one of my, the buttons on my pants or like my jacket or something like that, because they patted me down. They had me take my shoes off, my jacket and whatnot, and they searched me right there in front of everybody. And I'm just thinking to myself, they think I'm some kind of criminal or something. I mean, there's a guy out there smuggling 50 bales of weed through security, and they're patting me down for a button on my jacket. I mean, lo and behold, though, it didn't turn out to be a big deal or anything like that. They ended, eventually just ended up letting us pass. But that was the first and only time I've been frisked by airport security in my life. Wow, what, what, a, what an interesting story. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he totally cared about that. Definitely. I, I don't yeah, know. Dude, I could have been... I've been stopped a bunch of times. One time I've never been stopped, actually. Other than that one time in an airport, I've never been stopped any other time, like security-wise. Well, uh, I don't know. My grandma once got stopped because she had like the exact same name as like uh, someone on a watch list. <laughs> so they oh detained her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been stopped a bunch of times. One time gotcha. they thought I had a bomb because uh, <laughs> they they scanned my laptop and, uh, and they thought, oh. Uh, this 12-year-old definitely smuggling bomb. Yes, sir. You, look, outside of my experience with it, I think we all know the real reason why you were stopped that time. It wasn't because they thought you had a bomb. It was because you were wearing our canceled trash talk march. They saw it and they're like, nah, dude, you're not going You're not going on the airplane. You're going to take that shirt off and we're going to burn it right in front of everyone to send a message. That's the real reason. Come on. Uh, Yeah. 
Uh, anyways, so <laughs> what's the other topic? Maybe it's more interesting. <laughs> maybe oh, I won't have to cut. Th- maybe I won't have to cut this one out. Oh yeah, ha ha ha! Send us a voicemail, guys, if you've ever been stuffed at airport security before, or hit like on the video version, um, which none of you will. Uh, the other thing was actually an interesting fact about my life too, Emilio. What do you think I have around my house in terms of vehicles or anything like that? A like, tank. what's the most unusual unusual thing you could think of that I I may have in my yard? A tank. I wish, but no. <laughs> it's gonna be like a super specific thing. Oh, Something along those lines. What do you think? I don't know, like one of these huge trailers. Um, no, it's not my mobile home. No, it's uh, I don't live in a trailer, but uh, assuming I did, I actually stole it from a buddy of mine. So he's looking for it still. So I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. A submarine. No, it's not a trailer, submarine. Yeah, a submarine, and that's not even close to the ocean. Yeah, sure. No. You said it was unusual. Well, you know, pretty friggin' weird. <laughs> Which is a submarine. Wow. <laughs> can, can, like, what type of vehicle is it? Is it, like, land? If uh, I tell you what it is, you don't have to guess the, like, specific brand or anything like that. It's, like, it's not a sub. I'll just, I'll tell you, because I don't know if you're going to get it or not. Would you believe me if I told you I had an airplane in my backyard? <laughs> Why is there an airplane in your backyard? <laughs> Okay, so, sorry, this is a true story. My dad, many years ago, when I was a younger teenager, he went to... to South America via this tiny little airplane. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. The the airplane with no propeller on the front of it. Yeah, he'd he'd make great use flying across the ocean in that thing. Well, do you even know where South America is? (laughs) Dude, I thought it was... I thought it was up north. Isn't that the other country connected to the United States? No, that's Alaska. Um... You mean the state, right? No, Alaska's a country. Yeah, anyway, sure. So why is there a plane in your backyard? So my dad, years ago, he went and actually ended up picking up a plane from a scrapyard and whatnot. He th- basically just thought it was cool, something we could have. It's a small Cessna airplane that was loaded onto a trailer that's it'd been in my backyard, like in this area, uh, play area where me and my siblings used to play a lot. And... Um, that plane's been there by there ever since it's an actual Cessna airplanes. It's a small one, but it's an actual airplane propped up in like concrete blocks and whatnot. It's been there for years. The interior and whatnot is pretty much the same minus the seats and the actual controls. There's no propeller on the front of it, but it is an actual airplane that I've had in my yard for a long time in the backyard. So it was just an interesting tidbit. I've never talked about here on the show. The fact that I have an airplane in my yard, it can't go anywhere. It can't do anything that an airplane would actually do. But it's something cool. Well, well, that's like a random thing. It took you four seasons to reveal to all of us that you just it's actually. Just it's are... actually, I, it's so natural to me. I forgot. I must have <laughs> forgot about it all that time. This is why I hate doing this podcast with you. You sometimes <laughs> have like really cool stories, but you, I don't know if you don't realize that they could be interesting, and you tell us this boring story about how you got stopped at airport security. <laughs> Because, like, I remember a couple seasons ago, we took a break, and I told you, Ryan, did anything interesting happen to you? And you're like, no, I just did school and uh, and played video games and jerked off to Paul Rudd. And then then we're we're midway of the conversation, and you told me, oh, I got a new car because I I hit a deer. I'm like, that would have been something I would have liked to hear about. I don't know. Like, was the deer okay? Did you pay its insurance? 
<laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, asking about the deer instead of my safety. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. I mean, you're here. No, I, just, I know you're alive, but what, what happened to the deer? <laughs> you can't see my lower half. I could have lost my legs. I I could have been walking Touché. on stilts this whole time. I stand yeah, corrected. I have to shit through a tube now because of that. Thank you very much. And you never bothered to ask me about that. So. Oh, because you never bring it up. How it's not like, <laughs> hey, do you shit through a tube? It's not a natural question. I like, I like to think of, uh, like I said, there's a lot of interesting things that happened with me, but over time I'm like, hmm, should I tell Emilio this particular detail? Because if I tell him I have a plane, he's going to try and steal it from me again. So do, do I, do I really want to tell him about it? No, it's just details that come up in my life that I'm like, oh, these would make good stories or good podcast topics. Another fact, I don't want to talk about it. It's just for me, like this, I've had this plane, for example, for years. It's just something that's natural to me. Don't really think too much of nowadays. It just came in my head for a topic actually earlier today, or at least a talking point. I mean, uh, a friend of my sister, he's like, he's like very rich, like, 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 uh, I don't know what their parents do, but they have a lot of money, but I don't think that guy realizes that his family is wealthy because <laughs> <laughs> Because one time he just randomly dropped, like, oh, yeah, my, my family, we usually take out a plane on weekends. It's like, what? Like I say, it's so own? nonchalantly, though, right? It's like it's not yeah. even a big deal to him. Yeah. It's the same thing with me, like, owning the plane. Like, it's, again, yeah. it's it's something Brian's to me that I'm also just, a bajillionaire. Yeah, definitely. Actually, well, I'm not a bajillionaire. His parents are bajillionaires because I think they were the lawyers for my alimony case, so... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's how I met you. I think, um, yeah, that's right. And I don't know where your friend got his parents' money from. Um, all from my pocket. Yeah, it's all connected. The trash talk cinematic universe. <laughs> cinematic universe. Gosh damn it. No, but the third thing I had in mind, guys, wasn't a story. This was something actually intriguing. I wanted to run by Emilio because I think we both might have our own respective thoughts on it. Have you so, ever bought not, a plane? Yes. Uh, no, it has not. Yeah, it's definitely to do it. No, it has nothing to do with the plane. No, it was actually something intriguing to me. So the topic isn't about the film because we've delved into a few films already. Got Amelia, I know, didn't watch it. The latest uh, James Bond film that came out, Daniel Craig's No Time to Die. I watched it. Good film. But that was Daniel Craig's last James Bond film. James Bond yeah. has been a reoccurring film franchise since Sean Connery did, I think, back in like the 60s, 70s, somewhere yeah. in that range. Yeah, with our, the, our audience is like under like. 20 years old, so th thank you for explaining. <laughs> yeah, everyone would, but everyone, no, come on, dude. Everyone knows the Twilight Zone from the 1940s and 50s. Everyone knows that show. No, uh, but there's been a main actor for the James Bond series for a long time, but since this was Craig's last movie, what celebrity should play the next James Bond? No one. I think we should just kill the franchise. Uh, well, we know that's not going to happen. It was intriguing to me because there's been so many interviews lately with celebrities jumping on the bandwagon and being like, hey, I'd do it. Like, Dwayne Johnson's Dwayne Johnson The Rock has said he wanted to do it. Ryan Reynolds recently said that he wanted to do it. There's just been a, quite a few actors out there who have been wanting to play it. And it was an interesting point to me because it was proposed for the first time ever that a woman should play James Bond. Which I wouldn't be against. I feel like that would be a cool idea to integrate into the formula. But Daniel Craig himself, I remember from an interview, even came out and said, this series from the novels to the films has never had an elite actress as James Bond. Do not cast her. Do not cast an actress as James Bond. So that begs the question, if an actor or actress would play James Bond next, who would be the best candidate? Or at the very uh, least, 
who what kind of person could we expect to fill the role? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. I don't give a shit. I'm not 50. I don't even know, I don't <laughs> even know who the hell that is. You don't know who Timothy Chalamet is? Actually, I have no idea, no. Oh, God. I'm going to have to show Ryan who the frick. Oh, no. Look, guys, I think all... I think I should... In he order is, to have he isn't character. in any superhero movies. That's why you don't know him. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. That's one of the only movies I watched. He's this guy. Holy crap, it's my cousin. <laughs> anyway, so Ryan has just discovered who Timothy Chalamet is. and Yes, uh, I, re- I just saw this tongue out and a peace sign. That's what I remember from that one photo I saw. <laughs> he was in Dune, uh, Call Me By Your Name, Lady Bird, The King, Little Women, Beautiful Boy, Wonka, French Dispatch, Interstellar, he was at the Oscars. I don't know why they give this as a credit. Like, oh my god! The so he should be test. the next James Bond actor. I feel like though the next person who plays James Bond though, it's a very particular role. You could probably attribute how many iconic movie roles to a certain actor or actress. Like, okay, I couldn't imagine anyone else playing them. Like Hugh Jackman, can't picture anyone else playing Wolverine. Al Pacino, can't picture anyone else filling his role in like The Godfather. For Jack example. and Jill, yeah. Yeah, because everyone, yeah, everyone, Jack and Jill was such a great movie, I'll tell you. It was my favorite Adam Sandler film. No, but I was going to say, like, James Bond, though, it's a particular movie role that you need to have a personality that has the wit, the charm, the personality to have, like, the stereotypical secret agent spy that saves the woman, saves the world. And Connery, for example, he was an amazing actor when he was uh, around. Rest in peace, Sean Connery, but he was a fantastic actor. And I think he was, I think, uh, Honestly, he was probably the best James Bond. I think he wasn't in one. Of my, he wasn't in my favorite Bond film, but he filled the role very well. So if you were going to, because this is a very debated topic with film right now, I feel like if you're going to have an actor or actress plan, you have to fill a certain criteria with it, which is a kind of culture with other films anyway. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, I have a friend <laughs> who uh, doesn't have a plane. <laughs> Uh, see the thing is, <laughs> oh I, I, I I don't know, dude. I don't care about the James Bond movies. <laughs> I, yeah. uh-huh. So to me, it's like cool if they tell me, oh, um, Adam Sandler is gonna be James Bond. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, still oh, not gonna okay. watch it. I'm I am dropping off the film franchise if that happens. There is there's people that should not play certain roles. Adam Sandler, no, thank you. Please stick with the Pixels 2 sequel and Grown Ups 3. I mean, Grown Ups 3, stick with that. Adam Sandler is a good actor. He's not a good I writer, mean, which is different. <laughs> I like, he's just in a lot of really bad movies. Um, I mean, but all in all, though, guys, yes, there's just a few general things I wanted to discuss. Emilio's, you know, simple-mindedness aside on many of those topics. Yeah. I hope you guys at least find them somewhat interesting. I, especially I, I, I can't understand... Else. These really elaborate action movies. Well, guys, we're not I'm on sorry. action movies. Though. I mean, you guys should be jealous, though, that I own a plane and you don't. I'm living the rich lifestyle out that here. That is true. Uh, yes, my plane's so cool, it doesn't even have a propeller to actually work. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so basically just showing it off. Like, what a dick. I know. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm going to get gold chrome put on the side of it now, just to spite everybody. Yeah, right. No, that's, that's way too expensive. I'm going to use that gold for my uh, gold teeth that you guys can't see. Never um, talked about that either. Yeah. 
Uh, please never smile. It's like very weird. <laughs> oh shit! That's how I blind Watch everybody. the video version to see Ryan's teeth. What's a Patreon logo over it so that entice everyone to give us money? <laughs> um. Anyway, so, so the list, the list is back, baby. Oh no! See, the list died last time, guys. And while yeah. we were talking about Emilio's great anti-vax team uh that isn't that great last episode the list we found out was so unfortunately oh yeah we also talked about chris pratt playing garfield yeah which i just want to i just want to call this before it happens chris pratt's gonna play a a transformer i don't know which which transformer (laughs) he's going to voice the transformer i'm i'm I'm, if it happens before if chris pratt dies and he never got to play a transformer you can hold it over my head forever, but it's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, if that happens, Emilio, Emilio will actually eat his bashing shirt if Chris Pratt dies before he voices a Transformer on for a video. <laughs> um, which speaking of which speaking of video, I wanted to. This is a we, a few episodes back, I introduced something called the Confrontation Spotlight, and I'm kind of bringing it out here a second. We're filming this on a Sunday, right? Yeah. Friday has right. since passed. Where's the now you see me video, Emilio? I don't know. Uh, I, f- I finished editing As someone who said he was going to have it up by Friday. I said I would try. Sunday. Yes, and he pro- he didn't try hard enough to get it up because it's Sunday and it's not around yet. Well, I mean, the video's ready to post, but I'm going to sit on it for a bit. Oh, um, yes, yeah, sit on it for a bit. To what, rack up 10,000 views a <laughs> shirt beforehand? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to... I have, like... I, I want to like also work on other videos so I don't go on another like really long hiatus. Yeah, that's true. I um, mean that would that would inqu- imply that people actually watch his content uh, outside of his TV show. So you're right. You're right. Oh well, at least I'm not just the guy from the podcast. <laughs> anyway, say a, have it uploaded. Say a number between one and thirty-six. All right, and a, once again, guys, I am not going to do the same bit where I say something completely outside the norm. I'm going to say a number within the 1 to 36 range for Amelia. <laughs> you ready for this? All right, let's go. All right, 20 He's and thinking 34. of a joke. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> 24? Check the 20, no, 20 and 3 fourths. Twenty. I'm going to do 24 because that's Fine. what I heard. Fine, 24. We'll go with 24. So we get number four. Uh, so I got my first haircut since quarantine, and it was very weird. Why couldn't have you just gone bald? It would have made this topic a lot more simple. There would be no hair <laughs> to talk about. I, I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm playing with fire because everybody on my mom's side, all of them have still have hair, but everybody on my dad's side is bald. Yeah, so. bald gang. Come on, Emilio, <laughs> join the, <laughs> join oh, the it gang. Looks, it looks very <laughs> enticing. Oh, um, come on. How is this not enticing? Come on. Uh, but yeah, I went to finally get my hair cut because I, uh, I finally got the vaccine, so I finally felt like confident to, to go over to my barber. I learned, actually, at the place where I, I got my hair cut normally, they fired my barber, <laughs> so I had to test out a new guy. And uh, 
I think I know the reason why they fired your barber. A while back, Amelia made a video where he shaved himself bald the other year for to celebrate a channel miles, and his barber got so depressed that he didn't have any more hair to cut that he was going to lose out on Amelia's business. That he just like, look, just yeah, please fire me. Three years ago, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You never know what you have until you lose it. Anyway, so yeah, I test that this new guy. Barber. He's he's really funny. Uh, we we joked about anti-vaxxers because, <laughs> like, have you heard of this guy called Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, <laughs> have you guys heard of this team called the Green Bay Packers? Technically, um, it's just Aaron Rodgers that we know of. And, also, uh, fun fact: the Green Bay Packers lost this evening. By the way, yeah, just and the Steelers are going to lose tomorrow anyway. So who cares? No, I don't think so. Anyways. I think the Steelers are going to do just fine. They're going to do better than the, the the Packers did when they choked at the last second. But anyway, go, go on, buddy. Go on, you're barber. Anyway, so he says one time I shot a guy with Steelers uh, Steelers fan, and I thought, oh, so I have this friend called Ryan. <laughs> this is a dress. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so you have two I weeks really to hate live. Man to go after him, but- Listen, yeah, this is my friend who's a Packers fan. I really don't like the team support. So can you send a message to the Steelers and please uh, kill him, please? I would very much appreciate it. Anyway, so, so yeah, that was a haircut. It felt, I don't know, it felt weird going back there. It had been like almost two years since my last like professional haircut. Because Ooh. during quarantine, my sister cut my hair. And let's say, uh, if you watch the, the video version, there was some mistakes committed. Yeah, there um, was some mistakes. There was a point where Emilio confesses it was a home haircut, which was fine. Again, if he was going to go bald, he would have avoided this issue entirely. There'd be no hair to cut. Uh, I mean, at the start of the pandemic, I remember everybody was shaving their head. And I was like, <laughs> I- I've been there, done that. Uh, if it's not for views, it's not really for me. No, they're um, slowly turning into the boss. They're all yeah. shaving their head bald. They're just trying to steal. Guys, I made this look good. Before they tried to jump on the train, all right. Yeah. Um, I started it. Yeah, luckily the guy said that he thinks there's a low chance that I'll go bald, but I, I'm, I'm not willing to risk it. I don't know, buddy. That's a I saw a bald uh, spot once in your head, so I don't know about that one. Um. So, uh, so uh, that's it. That's it. Say another number, Ryan, between <laughs> great, one great, and great twenty-five. Trivial. No, we're not going twenty-five. <laughs> Go 12. No, 10. We'll go 10. Ooh, so finally we get to talk about getting the vaccine. We already did that. No, we didn't talk about it. We 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 referenced it, but I never I never said what happened. Okay. Yes, you did. No, what happened? So, tell me. You, and your you were there. Marco, you and your friend Marco went down. Yeah, but that was the first time. Okay. <laughs> That was the first the shot. Time? Yeah, we never. Uh, this is the vaccine part two. More vaccine, more furious. Oh, and <laughs> what a great movie franchise! Yeah, All right, vaccine sure. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, we can get into it. I have a bit of I guess more detail to go into with my second one because the second one was admittedly more notable than the first one. Anyway, so uh, so I, as you know, I had to go to the, this other city so I could get the the AstraZeneca vaccine. It's kind of funny because the, the vaccination center is directly in front of the building where Marika works at. <laughs> so he was telling me, hey, bro, can we go another day? Is that, uh, there, I have to go to pick up some stuff on uh, on Thursday. I don't think I'll make it. And I told him, bro, 
your office is literally in front of the vaccination center. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah. Anyway, so I go there, there's a long ass line, and my school said that they would not, um, they wouldn't allow us to skip class to get the vaccine, which is like very stupid. In my oh, life. come on. Shouldn't go out and get a vaccine, especially if you tell if you told them you were going to get paid for it. That would have added a lot more cost to your case. Like, dude, I'm not sitting through class. I'm getting paid a hundred bucks to get this thing. Oh, like, see, there's not a lot of anti-vaxxers here, <laughs> so there's like they don't live in Wisconsin. There's nothing. Uh-huh. I have heard about pl- of places where they have like vaccine lotteries where you can win like a lot of but money. No joke. That's an actual thing in my area that I've heard about yeah. here and there. I've seen it on the news and in papers and the, not the paper, but like online articles and whatnot. They had a, there was an auction. I remembered that they had where you could win like a car and like a bizarre and like a crazy amount of money. If, cause if you got the vaccine, you had a number entered into like the state lottery. So you would win like thousands of thousands of dollars. If your number was drawn for example, yeah. and it, it only went for like a month, but it was supposed to encourage people to get the vaccine. The problem is, though, you do that, you're losing out on a ton of money. You could be pouring back into something more useful, like promoting the vaccine, for example, instead of giving it to people who just went to get one dose. So, you know, I feel like it's I better. Know, man. I know that like in the U.S., they, they've been struggling a lot to get people vaccinated. So, yeah, uh, it's been uh, it's been a hassle. Like I said, I've I've had my shots done for months, a few months now or so. And I can tell you this. A lot of people I, I'm aware of a lot of people who have gotten it done. Like everyone in my family, for example, has had it done for a while. That being said, though, I also know a good amount of people. It took them either forever to get it or they just still outright refuse to do it <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. Which I don't get why, but it's like, uh, we're afraid of getting tracked by the government. I'm like, you already again, have a um, cell phone. Yeah, so. it does. They, they can track you on your cell phone. They can track it through your microwave and your oven, thanks to Mr. Snowden years back. So, I mean, you're basically hooked. I take my microwave with me in my plane everywhere I go. So, the government already knows about my activities. It that's, doesn't even matter. That's cool. This like is- I said, dude, I'm living like the rich lifestyle here. My broken down plane that I take everywhere. My gosh, you guys wish you were me with that. You wish you had that plane. I am very, feeling very depressed after this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm I'm in the line taking class, right? And then I finally make it to the registry, and the and the and the guy starts asking me, and I I tell him, "Hold on, dude, I'm in the middle of class." <laughs> And I explain the situation. They're like, they're not letting us skip because, in theory, we could take class from from the vaccination center, still be there. And the guy says, "Yeah, oh man, that's like full of shit. Like, like uh, this thing is super important. Why don't they care? They're fucking idiots." And I tell him, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're spitting facts. Just, just let me mute my microphone. Hold on." And uh, he he laughed. <laughs> The teacher didn't laugh because, you know, they heard all that, but whatever. Yeah, what a, what a great conversation to have in your class. <laughs> no, you're going to He didn't uh, listen, but, but yeah, I mean, it was, there was a really long line because, like, the first time I went, it was, uh, like, I think 30 minutes long. And this time I was there for two hours, um, which is sad. But I know people that were waiting for five hours and, and actually, the guy that cut my hair told me that he was standing in line, and like one of the nurses came over, and they were counting, 
and they went like here and then everybody else you can go home now we have no more shots up until this point <laughs> it was like fuck um well yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they ran out of vaccines. I mean, guys, if you spit on your hands and rub them, that's basically the equivalent of getting it. So, you know, yeah. do that and you're you're protected. You're fine. Don't bother washing your hands afterwards either. Spit cures all. Yeah, and, and there was this meme going around that's like, what's your best pickup line? And I said, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> it's the only way you're going to get it. It's the only way you can kiss someone else on the street, guys. That's the only way you're going to be able to Hell do it yeah. now. Um, Big neon sign says I'm vaccinated above you. So uh, you wanted to talk about uh, the James Bond thing again? Why did you say <laughs> you wanted to add more stuff to it a, a bit? What? What the James Bond thing? No, yeah, because you specific. said you wanted to add it to it. You just said. no, no. I was talking about my vaccination, like my second oh, okay. uh, shot. Yeah, the, the James Bond thing. I think is kind of like I just wanted to preface something about it myself, but uh, no, I, Emilio knows nothing about the comics, so it's not <laughs> really me, funny joke. Really anymore. funny joke incoming. Thank uh, you. Yeah, he didn't even hear what I said there. Uh, for those of you watching, Emilio actually turned around, flashed his ass to the camera. So please watch the video version. Yeah. You guys will be able to see that in 4K. Yeah, uh, and then the, at the same time, I took off my headphones. It was really funny. Anyway, you put it on. I don't know how you put it on your ass. That was that, that was impressive. I gotta say. Uh, I'll teach you when you're older. Anyways, just don't ahead. show me. Don't show me your cheeks again. But uh, anywho, so with my man, with my changed. second vaccine with my second vaccine shot, it, it was interesting because the second time was again. I mentioned this in a previous episode we did. Uh, that was the shot that had the worst side effects for me. Originally, you, you, you day, drove home that time. I did. Uh, well, I drove home both times. Like the first time again wasn't a big deal. It was just a bit of sore pain. When I got up to the facility the second time, they had the usual procedure where you had to go in, you had to check in, write down your information on like a clipboard, wait in the waiting room. They brought me into there. They asked me which arm I wanted it injected in. And I'm like, I'd rather go with my left arm because my right arm is very important to me. Um, so because I'm right hand dominant. So I use it for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was that was clear. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I hope so. I mean, this arm's more jacked for a reason. I I got but, vaccinated on both sides. I don't know what the freak. I forgot to mention that. But I like, don't know. Like, my first shot was on this arm, and then and the next time the nurse comes over and and they're trying to pinch me here, and I told them, oh, I got it on the on the other side, and and then she says, oh, you're a lefty. I'm like, I'm a lefty, but no, I'm I'm right. Like, I'm right-handed. Like, oh, it's just that. You're supposed to get it on on just one side. Like, oh, oh, and shit. no muscle definition either. Would you look at that? <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're a hundred percent muscle. Um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a hundred percent muscle. There, we'll ignore the the Twinkie load. Um, no, but anyway. The, so the when you got chipped, how do you feel when you were like rebooted? Like, your, did your eyes glow? Um, I couldn't <laughs> yeah, see the I color green for five days. Yeah. Sorry, my, my programming shut off there, guys. I had to reboot. Um, Mr. Zuckerberg, thank you for that, by the way. No, um, so the second time, yeah, they had me get it done on my left arm. It was the same arm each time for my first and second shot. So when I got it done, I had to wait out in the hallway for like 15 minutes, roughly, because they had to make sure you didn't have like an allergic reaction. Because on the paperwork they gave us, they had uh, an entire list of ingredients to make sure that you weren't allergic to. Um, I wasn't allergic to anything on that list. I didn't um, recognize any of them. <laughs> you know, they were all written in hier Egyptian hieroglyphics to make sure you couldn't sue them later. So I'm like, 
well, I'm just going to trust you guys and assume that it's safe. I'm not going to keel over in this chair and die. Thank you very much. So after they, me, uh, there was another girl there too. I think they got it done as well. Um, I eventually I was able to leave. I'm going back home and my arm, I can tell already is going to like, this thing at the very least is going to be incredibly sore. So I'm like, if, again, if my car careens off the highway, well, my eulogy is going to be probably the shittiest funeral that you've ever heard in your oh, life. Man, I, I want the plane. That's what I want. Oh, you just wanted to inherit the plane. Well, fortunately for me, you're cut out of the will um, because you dissed my plane earlier. So the plane is actually going to a homeless shelter. Um, it'll, be, you know, it'll be, yeah, it'll be a lot more useful for them. I'm actually giving it to Adam Sandler. It's going to be a uh, plane, the movie. It's oh, just going to be filming the shitty wreck of the plane for like three hours. It's going to be yeah. great. But no. Um, is the film only going to be shot for three hours or is the film going to be three hours long? It's going to be shot for three hours and then they're going to double the length. So six hour movie, roughly. So six hours are just like the plane wreckage. Adam Sandler occasionally comes in and shows his dog every once in a while. But that's you have to watch the whole movie to see it. Oh, OK, so I am either this way. Plot. <laughs> yeah, he's going to steal it and write it into his own. I'm going to see a video from Emilio. Random plane. What? <laughs> it's going to be that same six hour video. I'm like, all right. I just want to see where the dong is and how did you get Adam Sandler? No, but like it's been, family. gosh, damn it. Stole my idea again. Just like he always does. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. When I was, when I was driving down the, yeah, I, I drove myself back home. That was the, the second vaccine shot was the one that was the worst reaction. When I woke up the next morning, I was supposed to go into work and I told my coworkers the day before guys, I'm telling you right now, the second shot, I may not be in the next day. Boy, oh boy, I was right because I felt so sick when I woke up the next morning because, again, the second shot from because I got Moderna, that's the shot that's fam infamous for having like flu like symptoms, which I did. I called my workplace and I'm like, like don't tell me you, it's the vaccine shot, right? I'm like, yep, I'm not gonna no, be I'm coming just to hungover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was hungover. I was uh I, I said the vaccine, but I was actually hungover. This, the entire trash talk podcast is just so that Ryan can justify his uh, sick days to his boss. So basically he plays the show and it's like, see, I was sick. I mentioned it on the show I've been. Yeah. Trash this talk is a social experiment and it has come to an end. This show uh, thank you so much for participating in it. Uh, uh Thank you. I, I'm I'm proud to have been part of this work study. This whole show has just been a cover for my chronic alcoholism that I don't suffer from. Uh, no, but like, I I, yeah, I called work and I told him I'm basically not going to be able to come in that day. So at the end of it, I spent the rest of the day at home. It actually didn't take me too long to feel better from the vaccine, believe it or not. It, I know some people had flu-like symptoms for like two or three days afterwards. Mine, I felt better by that evening. Like it started off earlier in the morning, but then as like the evening like came up, I'm like, I feel fine. It didn't even really last a whole day then before I felt better. So I don't have any interesting five hour wait lines like Emilio did, but uh, it was a bit more to it than my first one. To, to celebrate, say a number between one and 16. Uh, eight. Eight. All righty. So we got a, we got a, we got a tough one. So, uh, Mr. Beast is doing a Squid Game uh, theme video, which is very is very controversial. 
Oh yes. Okay, I so was I'm... on the I was I was fencing this one very hard, but I saw I think it was Moist Critical's video about it, and I said, "Oh, okay." So then this game should not happen. Um, I don't know. What do you think about it? What do you think about this, Mr. Beast Squad Cam? Well, first of all, I can tell you after we discuss this topic, regardless of our opinion, Mr. Beast will, will not be paying us our $50,000 he promised Trash Talk. So uh, because we're talking about this publicly, we're not going to get paid now. But uh, Yeah, but we can put him in the thumbnail, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. He collects without his permission. That's true, too. Uh, he has the money. He'll probably sue it. I mean, we're in minute 47. Well, technically, it would be 37. So people will click on it, hear the weird... I don't even remember what we talked... Oh, the shirt thing. And be like, this, this is <laughs> Mr. Beast. What the frick? They'll um, skip to it. Like, skip to this time code, guys. Now, so the Mr. Beast Squid Game controversy, I'm not going to claim to know all the details about it because I've seen news about it here and there. YouTubers talk about it that I've watched as well as people discussing it on social media and whatnot. So from what I gather, the Mr. Beast, for those of you who didn't know as well, uh, Mr. Beast is apparently... Yeah, no, no, Mr. Beast, the porn star. That's who I was. Oh, oh, you want to talk about... Okay, so you got to do some reading before this Remember him? The guy with like the lion mane? Yeah, and, like, yeah, the, yeah. the cheetah pelt, the Tarzan, like, loincloth. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll meet with him after this episode. He, he has sessions for both of us. Hell yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway, no. So, Mr. Beast, um, from what I understand, Mr. Beast, he announced on Twitter one day fairly recently, because he's making this entire video recreating from the popular Netflix show Squid Game, which is a show basically about poor people mm -hmm. entering a game show and uh, risking deaths to win a lot of money from the rich, Squid essentially. Game. Uh, anyway, so no, Mr. Beast revealed on social media, on Twitter, that how much it costs for him to construct Squid Game, which is around $3 million or so. Yes, he, also had a, he also had a few million dollars worth of prizes. The controversial part of this, a lot of people are saying, okay, not a huge deal or anything. Mr. Beast is spending a lot of money, you know, making this video. He's going to help out a lot of people like he has. He's done a lot of charity work by giving away money, making an entertaining video. The controversy comes into the fact that people point out for all the money Mr. Beast has – for all the money he's constructing in this video, a lot of people are critiquing him right now for not donating that money to charity or to some kind of foundation or homeless shelter or something along those lines. People essentially think he's wasting all this money for something stupid with considering the influence he has in the money supply. He could be doing something more beneficial. So Twitter was canceling Mr. Beast the other day because of this. I don't know if they still are at this time, but uh, they were because of they, that. The Twitter Illuminati. Yes. Uh, I don't I, think Mr. I, Beast I was canceled. No, I wouldn't say canceled, but he was definitely called out for it, and it became yeah. a big enough deal that were even other major YouTubers like Critical, for example, uh, they were reporting on the news. So, yeah. Either, I don't know. Like, everyone has a different opinion on it. I mean, I think what Mr. Beast. you think okay, about it? Mr. Okay, Mr. Beast is a definitely a very public figure in many ways he's not just a youtuber he's also someone who's opened up his own food pantry he's someone who's given away a lot of money for charity heck he's doing t uh, team c's right now where they're trying to raise a few million dollars to help clean up a few million pounds of trash from the ocean the man has definitely done a lot of what i like to think good charitable work to help people that being said though when where the controversy comes in with him spending all this money on squid game i don't 
I can see both sides of it. I don't think it's as big a deal as what people are thinking it is because at the same time, Mr. Beast has done a lot of charity work. He's given away millions of dollars. He's opened up his own food pantry, given away a ton of food to the homeless and to the needy, especially during the pandemic and just helping out the homeless in general. He's done a lot of good charity work. I think he's just, yeah, I mean, it's really expensive to hire people to work on the sets and produce them and whatnot. I can see where people are coming from, where they think the money's kind of wasted for like a, a dumb YouTube video. But at the same time, guys, keep in mind, Mr. Peace has done a lot of charity work himself. He's donated a lot of stuff. So I can see where people are coming from. But at the same time, I don't think it's as big a deal as what people think it is at the same time. At least from I'm what about I know. to end now. this man's career. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is how you dab, right? It's been a while I since 2016. So. I forgot. If, yeah, ever. Uh, you didn't even do it right, though. Come on, man. So I was also kind of on the fence. Um, but then I saw this really good video by this YouTuber called uh, The Cavernacle. He made a really uh, good analysis about it. Um he basically, I, I, I was also on the fence, but after I heard his points, I was like, he spit in a lot of facts. Um, so what do you say? I'm actually curious about this because what I just talked about is what I kind of what I currently know about the Mr. Beast situation. Yeah, so he's saying basically that it kind of defeats the point of Squid Game, the show, like the message of the show. Oh, okay. Which is one part. Okay, okay. Which is true, like, I guess, yeah, it is kind of I fucked mean, up, which I is mean, kind of like, a, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Squid Game, the point of Squid Game, people compete for money, but they also, most of them die in the process of doing it. There are people who have nothing left to lose, and they figure, hey, you know what, I might die, but I also might get a lot of money to turn my life around from my poor living situation. Yeah. Whereas Mr. Beast's video, I'm assuming anyway, no one's going to die in the middle of the video that I'm aware of. So unless he does that, then it'll definitely be like Squid Game. But yeah. I can, that argument too, though, Mr. Beast, he's going to, no matter what, because he's done this, I remember, in a lot of videos. I'm not sub to Mr. Beast. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm not Mr. 12 Beast, either. I, yeah. I'm so sorry. I mean, he would have given us money for that. Yeah, too, we're grown-ass men. We, we kind yeah, of watch we, that type we of are proud to admit we are not subscribed to the Beast Army. <laughs> Um, now, like I said, I don't hate Mr. Beast or anything. I think he's a fine enough YouTuber. I've been entertained by many of his videos in the past. That being said, though, I'm not a huge fan either. Yeah. But I have but, some of Yeah. I'm no, saying, but... What, shut up, Ryan. <laughs> no, I, I want to finish my point first. Okay, okay. I wasn't done either, but... Okay. What, what, I mean, he has... The, the video has a lot of points, but go ahead. What, I'll, I'll conclude this particular point off with this. Mr. Beast, like, again, he's given away a lot of money in Squid Game, but Mr. Beast has started this trend in his videos where in the past where if people lost, they didn't get anything. In his earlier videos, like, if you enter the competition, you lost. Sorry, buddy. Better luck next time. But in his recent videos, no matter who they are, no matter how many people lose, they get a prize. Everyone gets something. They either get money, they get a gaming console, some people have gotten a car. I can kind of see the defeats the point of Squid Game kind of thing because everyone in his videos recently have gotten a prize. No matter yeah, if they but another point it's like So Squid Game also critiques the way that these like game shows are kind of uh, predatory and exploitative. Because, mm. um, you know, the it, it's called uh, poverty porn. It's like a term in media that is meant to like romanticize uh, poverty so it doesn't look that bad 
or it's yeah. essentially just for like the entertainment of uh, yeah a wealthier class, which is something that happens a lot in Mr. Beast videos. Like, there's this really this clip where he goes to like the house of the guy who just won a lot of money, and they show like how kind of shitty the place he lives at. At and they're like, and this is how we're gonna upgrade it for him. All this new furniture and stuff. Yeah, so they're they're like kind of mean about it. <laughs> like it's really weird. I mean, um, like they don't they don't really need to show that part though. If they really want to make the video, I guess they don't really need to do that because that kind of goes back to the idea of Squid Game too. Because Squid Game critiques that kind of genre, if you want to call it that. Because literally, this tournament organized by all these rich people that have these people compete for all this money, dude, they're enjoying it. That's like their entertainment for them. They have everything in the palm of their hand. They have the money. They have power. But watching these people compete for money at the risk of death, that, that's entertainment for them. And that's like a culture that Squid Game captures, I think, really well from what I understand of the show. And it's something that, again, that's actually a good point, too, tying it back to Mr. Beast videos and whatnot, too, that you brought up and from that YouTuber, I'm guessing, too, that you watched. Yeah, Mr. Beast I stole all these arguments. I don't care. I'm 50. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> He's 52, actually, but, you know, hey. Dude. <laughs> Sorry, I had to reveal your age. I mean, one, one of these days... Yeah, okay, damn it. All right, so Emilio's... Fine, I lied. Emilio's 51 and a half. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're welcome. But, yeah, it, I agree with you, though. It does kind of tie back to Mr. Beast videos. It's kind of a cultural thing. I never really stopped to think about, actually. Because if you just look at, like, the surface-level argument, like, oh, Mr. Beast giving away money, charity, and whatnot, people making fun of him and whatnot for spending a bunch of money on a video, yada, yada. But if you look in the deeper themes of how Squid Game connects to Mr. Beast videos, okay, I Welcome can kind of Welcome to our five-hour video, I say, about Mr. Beast. Welcome to our TED Talk, guys. Uh, Mr. Beast Exposed, uh, a.k.a. we're not getting a paycheck from him. Um, um, so another point where it's like people always bring up kind of the charity, but... It, he says that it's kind of a way that these like uh, business people with like shitty uh, business practices you do to like sanitize their image. So like, if you don't remember, like Mr. Beast, he took like a government loan to fund his his like business, and and he's like saying like, well, that's kind of shitty. That might like your well not mine but ryan's taxpayer money yeah, is being used to finance taxpayer, 24 hours not, in prison and shit they're never gonna get my plane i've had this plane illegally stolen with my <laughs> cryptocurrency business for a long time and the government's not taking that away from me mr beast you're not gonna cost me my broken down plane that won't, anything won't be done with for the next 20 years and also there's like a lot of tax loopholes if you donate uh money like you get back or you get yeah I'm, off. actually it was something funny um kind of relating to what you said i remember a while back it was a few years ago on the h3 podcast mr beast actually brought up about like his taxes and whatnot because he gives away a lot of money and he spends a lot of money on videos and his company and whatnot but the question kind of came into play because he didn't know how his taxes were gonna fare who pays money on those like who pays the taxes on the money he gives away yeah, yeah. apparently back then it was a very complicated tax scenario of course, we fast forward a few years now, and now Mr. Beast has given away a freaking million dollar island. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, he's it's definitely amped up in videos here and there. And now with this production of Squid Game, his most expensive video, kind of makes me wonder 
because another thing Mr. Beast likes to do is he flies out fans. Like he, it's a very community centric thing because most of the people in his videos they used to be his friends, but nowadays it's like fans. Now they're no out. longer his friends. They betrayed him. <laughs> Actually, well, his friends, from what I gather, like his close friends in his videos, I guess I work know. for him still, and they help yeah. him out. I think but, they're in the videos, yeah. I think so. But yeah, but, but he flies out fans now too. So I think that's probably what ties the community together too, like defending him. Because I bet you some of the people defending him too are people that have won money from him too, or that they want well. money from him. Well, they want money, or they have gotten money from like his videos and whatnot. I'm not yeah. saying that to say Mr. Beast is bad, because I don't think Mr. Beast is a bad person or anything. I just think you got to keep an open mind with it on both angles too. Uh, like, yeah, and and the last point is like. I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. Maybe if I if we can look deeper into it, but this YouTuber, the Cavernacle, he argued that like this Team Trees and Team C's sort of thing, they're just kind of like publicity stunts because planting a whole crap ton of trees doesn't isn't like the issue isn't that we have less trees and that's not what's causing global warming. It's actually over like overproduction, like. Like for example, probably like all these Marvel shirts that were both rockets. Yeah, these they produce in a factory that helped pollute the earth. Yeah, they, they produce like five hundred of those, and only me and Ryan have bought them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, so Marvel like gang. Marvel gang. Oh man, I hate the Peanuts comics. That's <laughs> that's like the other one, right? Uh, <laughs> this is why Amelia's playing the live action Charlie Brown in the next Peanuts film. Anyway, so. So yeah, and this whole team sees he calls it hypocritical because Mr. Beast has participated in and wanted to introduce NFTs into the project, which is kind of like iffy because NFTs are very like not environmentally friendly. Um, they pollute the earth like a shit ton, and and you know Mr. Beast has been involved in a lot of like NFT pump and dump schemes. So it's like, I don't think he really cares about the environment. I think he's just using it for his image. Because he's also said that he wants to be like Elon Musk. But like Tesla factories are one of the biggest polluters on Earth. So yeah, it's I mean, like... Elon, he stated Elon Musk is like one of his biggest heroes and inspirations as well. So It's a big yikes. Apparently. I'm just more disappointed about the whole Team Seas thing. I spent years dumping all that trash in the ocean. And here they are trying to undo my great work. Now, Where do you think the name Trash Talk came from? <laughs> yeah, trash Talk came from me and Emilio polluting the ocean for all these years. Yeah, Ever since we, used to, and I we met. used to work at the garbage collection uh, thingy yeah, in Lyonsville, um, Pennsylvania, and and we were we had really funny conversations, and we thought, oh, yeah, we should film this. See, I remember I took days off work. I took like a month off work one time because I said I was going to the beach. Now, Amelia and I met up. We just spent every single – all we did was literally just walk by. We talked to each other for a while, and we just went there to toss a bottle in the ocean. We just went there and just dumped trash for like an entire month every time. It's well, We cool. accumulated a lot, I must say. I mean the trash on the beach in that video, me and Amelia, we got I'm, – I'm impressed by our work actually. Yeah, but now they're taking it away. Yeah, I know. Okay, so after well, this... Well, actually, need... it's like they're not doing anything because they're pumping out these NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not in the ocean. Yeah, it's okay. What, what's going to Mr. Beast like do team air? And he's going to, I don't know, suck up all the air and... Purify the air. Gosh damn it. So yeah, I don't know. I, I already didn't... Like, I didn't have... 
an opinion on Mr. Beast. I just knew him from... Like, I subscribed to him after all the... Fuck. After all the PewDiePie videos. Hell yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, I didn't have like, an opinion on Mr. Beast. I just thought, like, yeah, you know, he spends a lot of money. The videos don't, like, really seem something I would enjoy. No. But they get a lot of views, so, I mean, they, they didn't... Yeah. Yeah, may as well put him in the title because you're going to get a ton of views no matter what the opinion is. And a is. couple of death threats. Uh, yeah, probably something like that. Like I said, I don't hate Mr. Beast as a person either. I think he's done a lot of work, even if artificial or otherwise. I mean, he's helped out people, it seems like. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of his content or anything like that. I'm not subscribed to him. Yeah, you're a grown-ass man. Yeah, like, well, like I said, I'm not a fan of Mr. Beast per se. But at the same time, though, like, I don't hate the man or anything either. I think whatever he wants to do is kind of what he decides to because he has the money he has a youtube channel that's huge so i mean hey but either way when it comes to the squid game controversy though guys it really comes down to a matter of opinion and kind of how far you want to read into the whole thing but there are some good points brought up that i wasn't even aware of so for once emilio actually expanded my broad horizons on a youtube controversial topic anyway so if you want to hear my theories on 9 11 i got some really good ones from a shane dawson video uh, <laughs> what a great reliable source <laughs> alrighty Ryan I think we have chance for one last topic alright great my butt for, uh, for some reason I have I've, I've written down here uh, uh, this isn't a topic on the list but it just says best friend stolen because steroid deal gone wrong you, yeah. I don't even remember what that joke was, but you I know read, it was one of Ryan's jokes. No, uh, I, I didn't come up with that one. You actually read that topic to me episodes ago. Like oh, you yeah? pointed that yeah, you did. You pointed that out like uh, several shit. episodes ago. Anyway, so like my friend, his dad, hey. he was gonna get the vac the the sectomy, but like it failed. <laughs> <laughs> Is it wait, why are they reusing audio from past episodes? <laughs> And in Guys, that episode, did you remind me of what that podcast topic was? I don't actually remember which one you... The, so the one you read, The Steroid Deal Gone Wrong, that was within the past several episodes we've done. It was the. It was at least... It was after the one with we did with Cole and the movie rankings and whatnot. It was after that. So between the election episode and this one. Somewhere there. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly. By the way, guys, did you know that uh, the the Olympics were really epic? Uh, Putin actually cheated at one point with uh, urine samples. Did you know that the epic. beds are like they, they made them a cardboard so you can't have sex very easily when you have sex on them? Hey, everybody here at Future Emilio, just to let you know that this is in fact fake. They do not break <laughs> if you uh, jump break. on them. Yeah, fake news, but still kind of funny. Uh, so pick a number between one and nine. Ten. That's pretty epic that the Trash Talk podcast just had a rewind. Oh, um, so yeah, a retro respect, retrospective on it. No, I'll go. I'll go five. Why not? Five. Ooh. Ah, crap. All right. So every time we. <laughs> The, every time we talk, we try to talk about like serious news, not YouTube drama or whatever. The audio kind of just gives up, and I have to end up cutting it out, even though we spit some really interesting facts. 
There was, uh, uh, yeah, actually, there's a few episodes I remember where we talked about like some serious topics, like yeah. a few episodes ago, and that entire segment got completely shafted. Yeah, so we talked about the Alec Baldwin stuff, and it, it got like I don't know, the audio came out weird. Uh, yeah, that but, entire ending segment got completely scrapped. So hopefully this doesn't happen again. But uh, oh, great! So well, what's the topic this time around? So I don't really have a super deep take on this but this week was the verdict of the kyle rittenhouse trial and he was left free after oh. killing three people i actually don't know much about this situation to be honest with you because so, when it comes i've heard the news but i don't know too much about it so for those of you who don't know uh i live in the united states and ryan lives in mexico so maybe he doesn't know but yeah, no. uh, <laughs> so I think Jacob Blake, he was shot at by police, and there was a big protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, and this kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, he crossed straight line, state lines into Wisconsin to protect people from the Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, and he shot and killed three Black Lives Matter protesters. And oh, this week... Wow. Uh, he was uh, he was set free. They did not charge him for manslaughter um, because apparently he was acting in self defense, even though he was carrying an assault rifle through another state. With even and there's a video of him saying, "If I had my AK," and also the the prosecutor was not allowed to refer to the victims as victims because the judge was really biased so he was set free and it sucks but uh very Man. bad america very bad i mean america you've done a lot of things that are good i live in this country like but pixel also, two yeah know. well that hasn't come out yet but america uh, you've also i must admit messed so up nothing a, nothing good has happened in that country Never mind. Unfortunately, not. Well, <laughs> fortunately, the Now You See Me video wasn't produced here, so uh, that'll be one good thing America's done by extent, thankfully. Um, Idea by Ryan Bittner lives in the United States. <laughs> That's how I credit you in it. What the I'm fuck? Actually, yeah, they have to mark every time from the United States, just so they, they clarify exactly who I am. I yeah. am the United States. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's much we can say other than well, they messed up in the jury, huh? Didn't That's, they? It's pretty, it's pretty much all you can say. I mean, like I said, I didn't know too much about the topic, and I don't even know what to say about that. It's just an awful situation, no matter how you want to look at it. I mean, people died and lost their lives. There was no charges solidified yeah. in court or anything for the. I mean, so, there's, uh, there's nothing else you can really add to that one. I mean, it's it's pretty clear cut. I mean, it's awful, no matter how you look at it. So, uh, pick a number between one and four. <laughs> uh, between one and white. Four. Fantastic four. I feel like we just... Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a great movie. I love the most recent Fantastic Four film that came out. In, like, all of them are epic. No, the first one was all right. Second one, not that much. The, the other one was awful. It was a terrible movie. Um, go with three. Alrighty, so I know Ryan's a big Taylor Swift fan. Oh, oh uh, no, <laughs> Taylor so Swift. So I, I didn't know this because I'm I'm not really a big Taylor Swift fan, but I learned that she had to re-record all of her songs 
So she owns the lyrics, but she doesn't own like the master, which to my understanding is the final audio export. So it's basically like Ryan owns what he says on this show, but he doesn't <laughs> own the, the the clip that goes up on Spotify. Um, so I, I just thought it was interesting. I mean, I guess she uh, re-recorded and re-released some songs. And one about one of them is about how a shitty Jake Gyllenhaal was as a partner, and uh, which yeah, I mean she was nineteen and he was like thirty, so that's a trash talk age gap. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I have nothing to add on to this. Uh, did you find this in like a Reddit or something and decide to do this a topic? I mean, yeah, it's just that I think it's like aside from the drama <laughs> stuff, I think it's interesting. I mean, kind of that an artist has to re-record like their entire I mean, library because they got screwed by the label kind of I mean, it's, it's a shitty business practice when it comes to music but i can't really speak toward taylor swift because like i'm not a i like some of her songs but i'm not a huge fan i mean i don't know i can't really add much onto this one either just because yeah I'm, i don't know much about taylor swift i really like all star um but i don't know i I'm guess i'm pretty it, sure she is a <laughs> But uh, I don't know, like, do you think, like, if you were an artist, would you re-record your entire, like, library of music? Uh, I don't think I'd have to worry about that, though, at first. If I was an artist, auto-tuned farts, I don't think people would really want to <laughs> distribute for a music label. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be my new EP uh, from The Hole. Check it out. No, I, I don't know. It's... If I was an artist, I would want to have the rights to my own songs because especially if I was the songwriter, if I'm the one that wrote the lyrics, just because I made a deal with a music like music company, the music company, they're the people that have the resources to distribute the music and have other people hear it. Sure. But they if I'm the one that Spotify. Yeah. But if I yeah, but even so though, Spotify, please don't ban us for this. But I don't I don't oh, completely fuck you, think Spotify. <laughs> We're gonna have a guy listening to this and be like, "Oh, it's the trash talk boys again." A delete. Uh, no, I feel like if you are the one that sings the song, it's your intellectual property. If you write it out, then you should have a right. You should have a say in your own work and music. The music company might own it to a degree because they're the ones distributing it, but the artist should, yeah. I think, be the primary owner. Again, especially if it's your intellectual property if you wrote it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I mean. It's kind of like a lot of artists don't like go independent. They prefer doing it that way, just kind of uh, to dodge all of this kind of BS. But yeah. like, I mean, I guess yeah, for Taylor Swift, it's a lot easier because she's like, I mean, she was she got Artist of the Decade at the Grammys, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to say that <laughs> if she like like went independent, she would struggle, which would be like a complete lie, like. I don't know how many trash talks you can fit in just like her least listened to song. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably probably a shit ton. You um, probably fit quite a bit because we've had, I don't even know how many episodes we're up to now on this show, but 22nd episode. 20, yeah. 22nd episode of the season. I wonder how many lifetime episodes we'll have after, after the season's done. Probably a yeah. hundred or so. So basically, if you want to be an artist and you want to be scammed, contact us so you can have yeah. this big PR moment, and then you know. Yeah, we'll we'll feature you guys on the podcast. 
where we get to keep the audio and we get to distribute it illegally without your permission. And we got to auto tune it. We get to add in lyrics that you didn't say. We can do whatever we want with it, which means we could have an entire EP about Emilio um, kissing Aaron Rodgers and uh, we can distribute oh, it. Dude, I can't kiss him. He'll die. But dude, again, that is his fault. But this is all for the good of the music industry. Please, we need you to fly out to Wisconsin and kiss Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but yeah, guys. So we've we've covered a lot in this episode. A lot to lot for you guys to think about. A lot of in depth topics. Uh, some of which were more intriguing than others. But I think all in all, guys, you, we you had guys eight should... topics on this show. It's a new record. Actually, yeah, eight topics in one episode. We actually haven't covered that many granted so it's impressive it's a new record for the show we have the next time we're going to cover 10 topics um well i forgot how to end the show so let's just stop recording all right bye (laughs) (laughs) if you guys want to follow the show follow it on spotify anchor google podcast pocket podcast breaker and many more uh you can send us in a voice spotify literally forgot spotify is where most people listen to okay 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 you can check out on Spotify as well. You can send us in a voice memo. Jesus Christ, dude. It's like you've, you've been doing and this show for a week. When in reality, okay, you've fine. been doing it for four years. I was going to let Emilio have the glory of it, whatever. Uh, you guys can also send us the voice memo, and uh, you may be featured in a future episode. You can check out my content at smell at Mr. Beast um, Gaming and Mr. Beast 2. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, not my channel, unfortunately. I don't want to get sued. You already plugged it. You don't get a second chance. So you uh, can yeah. find me. All my links are down in the description. <laughs> Check them out. Thank you very much for official. watching. The boss official. The- Thank you very much for watching, and I will see you later. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs> there you go, bud. Speak. I've granted you permission. Thank you. You guys can check out my content at the Boss Official and the Nostalgia Factor for all your retro gaming content and the Boss Official for skits and memes and stuff. Check out the Bosscast podcast when I eventually upload more episodes and Amelia will be the epic guest on there where uh, I mute him the entire time and I just talk about uh, my day trip to Zimbabwe. So that'll be fun. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, dude. I didn't even want to be on that show anyways. So. All right. Great. Great. <laughs> Bye. Bye.